0: Welcome to episode seven of this podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Jennifer McSween, creator of this podcast and the Course in Miracles practice coach for taking those who are studying the Course from inspiration to application. On this week's episode, I'm going to talk about fear in the language of A Course in Miracles and how fear is perceived from the perspective of A Course in Miracles. From the perspective of the world, we see fear as the normal expected human response to circumstances, situations, and in some cases other people that we perceive to be threatening in some way. The threat in each case is usually perceived as the potential or possibility for loss of some kind and that will usually result in causing harm or pain, unhappiness, some form of discomfort or an unwanted change in perhaps one, some or all areas of our life. There are so many areas in which we believe we can experience loss that fear seems to be a constant in our lives or it seems to rather weave the fabric weave the thread through the fabric of our lives. There's always the potential for loss in terms of finances, whether that's through theft or embezzlement or bad investments or poor money management, what have you. There's the potential for loss of personal items or items of sentimental value, treasured possessions, uh, maybe your home or valuables. Uh, we, we can always lose our jobs, businesses, or careers, you know, due to downturns turns in the economy, or what have you. And either or all of these could also mean a loss of a way of life as you know it. There's also the potential or the possibility of losing a relationship, in, which is usually associated with a loss of love or a loss of companionship. And again, this is another case in which you can lose a a lifestyle, a way of living. There is that general loss of respect, perhaps, or regard with regards to your position, either in the eyes of your family, among your colleagues, or in society at large. And then perhaps the the greatest potential loss that literally puts the, the greatest fear into us is... The possibility of losing the ability to function physically or mentally, or losing our very lives, for that matter, whether it's due to illness or injury or accidents, what have you. There's also, we also experience fear of the unknown when we're in a situation with no guaranteed outcome. It could be a medical procedure, or when you're doing something you've never done before either taking on a new project or a new endeavor, moving to a new territory, a new country, uh, just a whole new environment for that matter. We don't know how, what's going to happen, how it's going to unfold, what we should expect, and so there's that question, the unknown. We also talk about or, and hear about people having fear of failure and fear of success which by the way is just two sides of the same coin. I recall a friend of mine saying she could understand fear of failure, but she couldn't understand fear of success. So when I shared this idea that they're flip sides of the same coin, what I shared was that fear of success is simply the fear that if you succeed at something, you might not be able to maintain the level of success you have achieved. And so you're afraid to succeed in case you're not able to maintain it and, in effect, fail to succeed. So it's basically the same thing, fear of failure. Um, Fear is also often seen as the opposite of strength or courage. And strength and courage, we're told, will come by overcoming and conquering fear. So our approach to fear is usually to find a way to defend against it or to try to overcome it in some way. Yet, some people also see fear as a motivator. You, you might have heard of, or you may know someone, it might even be you, perhaps, yourself, who was motivated to change a habit, a lifestyle, or behavior because you feared you would lose your life if you didn't. And there are also others who see fear as a source of strength or believe that we can find strength in being afraid. I remember talking to someone who had experienced a lot of racial profiling over the course of their life and now had an adult child who also seemed to be having the same experience. And this person confided in me that their greatest hope was that when confronted in this way, that their child would, be, would feel so fearful that it would make them feel empowered to stand up for themselves instead of feeling disempowered and victimized the way this experience normally seems to make them feel. It's an interesting perspective. <laughs> now, the other thing is, we've all heard of the scenario in which someone finds themselves in a situation that is so frightening usually life-threatening, either to their life or the life of a loved one, that they find the strength to get out of the situation by doing something that under normal circumstances would be considered impossible. And I think this is sort of the place where my friend, the person who was telling me about their experience with racial profiling and how they hoped that fear would elicit a certain response from a position of strength for their child. I think this is sort of where they were coming from because we've heard of stories like these. But overall though, we look at fear as something to fear, no pun intended. And in the same way that we see love as something over which we have no control and that we can be made to feel, we look at fear in very much the same way. We see it as something real, valid, that has the power to affect us and is caused by sources outside us. That is, we generally believe that we become afraid because of what has happened or what is happening or what could happen to us. On the other hand though, A Course in Miracles sees and talks about fear in a way that's radically different than the way we do in the world. First of all, The course teaches that though we seem to experience a range of emotions, there are only two emotions, love or fear, or love and fear. But only love is real. That the range of emotions we experience are human feelings that come under the umbrella of one of those two emotions. For example, feelings such as happiness, joy, peace, understanding, compassion, contentment, acceptance, satisfaction, worthiness, wholeness, gratitude, appreciation, all come under the umbrella of the emotion of love. And feelings such as sadness, anger, disgust, hate or contempt, guilt, shame, blame, embarrassment, feelings of unworthiness, vulnerability, rejection, feeling unloved, or lacking, feeling that you lack in any way, they all come under the umbrella of the emotion of fear. When the Course says fear is not real, it doesn't mean that you're not really feeling what you're feeling, nor does it mean that you shouldn't have those feelings, or that you should feel wrong when you have them or if you're having them. But what the course means is that you should understand them for what they are and recognize the true source or cause of those feelings. Those feelings that you experience that come under the umbrella of fear are simply reflections of a perception, an interpretation that you have made about a person, a situation, or thing that you have accepted to be true but has no basis in truth. In other words, it is false. One of the clearest ways I can describe the the course's perspective of fear is, interestingly enough, based on the acronym I heard for fear almost 30 years ago, way before I even knew A Course in Miracles existed, let alone what it was about. The acronym for FEAR that I heard said, or read, F-E-A-R, as False Evidence Appearing Real. You've probably heard this acronym yourself. For some reason, I never forgot it. And over the years, I referred to it a lot, both personally and professionally, in the area of personal development. When I came to A Course in Miracles, I realized how closely it reflected the course's perspective of fear, but I made one minor change so that it more accurately reflected the course's perspective as I came to better understand it. So I now say the acronym this way. F-E-A-R is false evidence accepted as real. According to the course, the reason why we experience the world as a fearful place while we feel threatened in so many ways, is due to one reason only. We believe that the world and everything that takes place in it is real. That everything and everyone in the world and in our lives have the power to affect us in real life changing, unexpected and at times in unwanted and undesirable ways. And in our believing that the threat is real, we make fear a reality for us. We believe that the threat is real due to the misperception or false belief that we are separate, vulnerable human beings living in a world that's defined by separation. The course actually defines the world as the expression of the idea of separation in form. Just to give you a heads up, next week's episode will be, the topic will be the idea of separation in A Course in Miracles, so you'll get a better understanding of how that relates to fear. So when the Course talks about fear as not being real, it's really referring to the world and all the different forms in the world that appear to be real in and of themselves, but again are simply the reflection of the idea of separation. Something else you need to be aware of is that when the course talks about the world, it is not only referring to planet Earth, but the entire realm of form. All the different planets and galaxies and universe and universes and the known and the unknown, the entire spectrum, (laughs) okay? Everything that appears to exist in any form is what the the course refers to as the world, because the idea of a world is a separate entity unto itself, independent, existing independently of anything else around it. So because the course teaches that everything is an idea, sorry, the course teaches that everything is an idea, so what we see and encounter in any form is nothing but the projection of an idea. Therefore, the entire universe, in all its seemingly diverse forms, is still nothing but the idea of separation in its most truest form. Through misperception, stemming from misunderstanding or lack of awareness of the truth, that experiencing ourselves living in a world in which we feel threatened in so many ways is nothing but our experiencing the idea of separation we have accepted the world as real and so fear in the language of a course in miracles fear is the word the course uses to describe the belief albeit false that there could be something other than love that exists and is real So what this means is that fear is not something we have to fear, again, no pun intended, not something we have to defend against or overcome in any way. How we look at, how we are to look at and respond to fear is to recognize it for what it is, a false idea that we have accepted as real, and become open to recognizing and accept, accepting the truth instead. So that's it for this week's topic, Fear in the Language of A Course in Miracles. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast for understanding the language of A Course in Miracles. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And please invite your friends to listen. Have a great week, and see you on the podcast next Wednesday.